Welcome to The Sports-ish, a place for those of you who like sports-ish. You know, you're not watching every game. You don't have ESPN turned on every day. You're not tracking stats and scores and injury reports on your phone. But you like sports. They're cute. They're fun. If you are that way, you are exactly like me, which is why I launched my brand, The Sports-ish, a year and a half ago. And a podcast felt like the end goal when I launched it. It felt like a very distant goal, but something I definitely wanted to do. And this past year, we've seen great growth and great success, and it felt like the right time. So thank you for being here. I am so excited to do this every week and to talk sports-ish. What I want this to be for you is a very fun, quick place for you to come listen for an update in sports, but not just an update in sports. We're gonna be talking a lot on the ish. And what is the ish? The ish is pop culture, it's fashion, it's who the players are dating, it's who the hot players are. It is stuff that you are not going to find on a lot of mainstream sports podcasts. This is a great way to make sports digestible and like I said, fun, and I'm just, I'm excited. So let me tell you a little bit about myself um, and the brand, and then I'm gonna introduce you to a co-host of mine, a very exciting person who is going to be doing the podcast part of the brand with me. And he or she, you'll find out in a bit, is my favorite person in the world. Um, So I'm pretty excited to have them here with me. So like I said, my name is Lily, and I launched Sportsish in April of 2021. We are coming up on two years. Wow, that's crazy. And the reason that I launched Sportsish, it's, it's a bit of a story, so buckle in. I grew up in a very sports-dominant household. I have four older brothers. I know, that's a lot. And one older sister, but four older brothers who all played sports. More than that, my dad's job was in professional sports. And so it felt like sports just ruled our world, ruled our dinner table conversations. I was always at games or talking about games or planning the next game we were going to, and it just ruled our world. We love sports, yes. I was put in a lot of sports at a young age to try. Not my parents' fault. I wanted to do it. I wanted to keep up. Everyone else was athletic. It didn't pass down. My dad put me in softball. Third and fourth grade. Shout out to the Orange Starbursts. We clearly were the ones who chose our own name. Shout out to that team. If if anyone out there played for the Orange Starbursts with me, I'm sorry that I made not one single hit all year. All, oh, two years. All two years. That softball and that bat never made a connection. And I'm sorry about that, but fifth, sixth grade, I went on to bigger, better things. I thought basketball was gonna be my thing, went and played basketball. The season ended, fifth grade season, and I realized that I had never scored, not one basket. So the truth of the matter is, the athletics didn't pass down to me. While I was in this sports dominant household, I was not, an athletic person. But I did start to have dreams at a very early age, watching these games on TV with my family, of working 
in sports and specifically working as a sideline sports reporter, becoming the next Erin Andrews, who is a flawless queen. She is a beautiful sideline reporter um, who has worked for Fox Sports, ESPN. She's married to a former hockey player. She's beautiful and wonderful. And at a young age, I wanted to be Erin Andrews. Uh, So I started to pursue this. I studied it my entire school career. So in high school, I was the sports anchor. And then I went to college and I studied sports broadcasting and I was the sports anchor and a sports reporter in college. And it felt like my path. It felt like what I was destined to do. And then everyone, I got my first job in the professional sports world and that was at an NBA team. And don't need to get into too many details, but I had two very specific experiences working in professional sports that defined what I wanted to do and defined who I wanted to be. The first is not as fun, but the second is is more fun. The first was one night we were in the TV truck. If you know anything about broadcasting, you know that the TV truck is where the magic happens. Sometimes on TV, they'll show like the behind the scenes and there's like 50 TV little monitors and there's someone yelling and it feels very hectic and like not a, a bright place to be. That's the TV truck. Um, and that's where I was working that night with um, the graphics guys. And there was a sideline reporter who was working for the team who we were watching on the monitor. She was practicing her questions for the night. And long story short, uh, some of the middle-aged men of the group started talking about her and her questions. And there were comments made that she was stupid. There were comments made that uh, she didn't know basketball. And it, it started to kind of like play off each other. And it only lasted for like 30 seconds. And then someone was kind of like, yeah, stop. But 30 seconds was long enough for me to sit there and really just feel angry that this woman who I had actually observed many times working really hard on her questions. I thought she was really impressive. I totally looked up to her, that she was being put down uh, by these middle-aged men in a TV truck. The harsh reality is that if you are a woman in sports, whether it be playing or working or even as a fan, you are the minority and you are subject to just a ton of criticism from men. And I watched it time and time again. This particular experience really stuck out to me. And I went home with a huge pit in my stomach and I thought, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't want to, you know, prepare and prep and go put myself out there on the sidelines and be bashed by, you know, whether it be men sitting in a TV truck or men sitting on their couches just because I am a woman. And I dreamed of a world where I could bring sports to women in a way that appealed to that. So the second experience really is what took the sports-ish idea over the edge. And I was working um, with the Rockets TV team that night. So that wasn't the home team, but uh, the Rockets were visiting and I was assigned to work with them and their sports anchors and commentators and Um, One of my jobs was to take stats and to like keep track of the crazy stats that were happening throughout the game and write them on a post-it note and hand them over to the TV 
broadcasters, and they would then read the stats on air. And that's just a fun fact about sports, is that behind every like crazy stat you hear some broadcaster read is a little intern who's working her tail off and trying to uh, impress people to get where they want to be. So that was me that night, trying to impress people and working for the Rockets broadcast team. Now, at the time, James Harden was on the Rockets. His nickname is The Beard because he has this like massively large, fluffy beard. He's also just massively large in general. Like He's just a specimen. The guy is big, he is tall, he is broad. And when he stood in front of me and I was this like little intern, I was just taken aback uh, because he's just a presence. And so I'm watching James Harden and in my mind, it was, I knew that he had dated a Kardashian. I knew it deep within my soul. I've watched enough Kardashians and consumed enough pop culture in my life to know that this man had dated a Kardashian. But which one it had escaped me? Because the thing is, is like Kim had dated some basketball players. Um, Rip, Kim and Chris Humphreys, 72 Days. Just a travesty, that one. Um, and then obviously Kendall has made a living out of dating NBA players. And so I was like, was it one of those two? But alas, it was Chloe. And I found that out from Googling. So I kind of got on my phone and started doing a bunch of Googling. And I found out about his and Chloe's relationship. He actually is, was like super rude to her and after their breakup said it was the worst year of his life which is not nice even if it was the worst year of his life you don't need to publicly say that James Harden anyways so I'm in this Google rabbit hole and I look over and the Rockets broadcasters are looking at me like what the heck are you doing and what the heck I was doing is I had missed this huge run that the Rockets had gone on and totally neglected my work now a run is when one team scores um, consecutively while the other team does not score. So I think it was like a 21-0 and 0 run by the Rockets. And they're looking at me like, what is this run? We need, to, we need to read this fact on the air. Why aren't you keeping track of it? And I'm looking at them like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I was looking at which Kardashian James Harden had dated. And I was in this, did you know that he you know, broke up with Chloe and said this? <laughs> they're looking at me like, what is wrong with you? And... I got in just a little bit of trouble, nothing major, didn't lose my job. But on my drive home that night, I had about an hour drive um, to my house from the arena. And I thought to myself, this, there's got to be more people like me that are interested in sports, but for more reasons than what is happening on the court. They're more interested in who James Harden dated than how many points he scored, right? There's got to be people like me. So these two stories put together are where the the brainchild of Sportsish kind of happened. And so I started to just prep and plot. And over the next few years, a lot happened to me. Personally, I, uh, I had a child and somehow having a child finally gave me the confidence to pursue what I wanted to pursue, where before that I just let fear take over. So I had my son, and when my son was a year and a half, um, I started the sports ish. These episodes are going to be, they're gonna be fun, and they're not gonna be heavy on the sports because that, to me, is boring. 
but they are going to have some sports. And I knew that if they were going to have some sports, I wouldn't be able to carry the podcast on my own because hear me out. Okay. I like sports ish. <laughs> You're going to hear that a lot. Um, I do, but I like sports in the way that I like Marvel. So my husband is a big Marvel fan, MCU nerd, you could say. And, um, he introduced me to the Marvel movies and I was like, okay, fun. And then he started to like try and explain them to me and we tried to watch them consecutively. And I'm like, this is confusing. This is too much for me. I don't understand this. But then we kept watching the movies and I was like, I don't really care that I don't understand everything because there are really fun storylines. Um, there's like really great character development here. And also there's really attractive people in the MCU. So I'm going to keep watching these Marvel movies. And we do, whenever a Marvel movie is dropped, we are there like opening night. We love the MCU. Um, particularly I love the Black Panther series. I'm a sucker for Captain America, but needless to say, Marvel and sports really fit in the same category for me. I don't understand every rule of every sport. If you do, I bow down, but it's not my thing. Like there are probably golf rules that I don't know and don't understand. Like don't like the word like bogey and Bert. No, no, I don't know. So I knew that if I was going to talk sports on a podcast, I would need someone who really knows how to talk sports. (laughs) 